Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello, friend, and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully, and I am so glad that you are here. I hope and pray that you are encouraged and equipped by this incredible episode. My heart is for you, for you to walk with Jesus well, for you to live purposefully. I want to encourage you, before we start this episode, to encourage one friend today by sharing this episode, just one person. Build them up today in their walk with Christ. I know that I cannot wait to share this with you, my friends, um, and too. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposely podcast. And um, just so you know, you don't miss a single encouraging episode and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Okay, so whether you're sitting, ready to take notes, cleaning your house, cooking, driving home from work, maybe you're at work, get ready to be encouraged and equipped. Okay, our first sponsor for today is Sand and City. Sand and City is a shop that designs, creates, and of course sells clay earrings. And you guys, I just bought from this business last month. I'm not exaggerating. Go get some handmade art that meets everyday wear. Sand and City is a women-run and Christian-run business. I know the two ladies who run it personally, and they are such gems who put so much care into each piece that they create, and it shows because these earrings and also other pieces that they have you guys have to check out are so cute. I currently, I think, have at least six pairs in my room right now. They even have a pair named after me, yours truly, that you can find in the shop. Um, And it's also currently in my room. You can find Sand and City on Instagram at Sand and City 2, or you can find them on Etsy. And guess what, friends, for the month of April... Sand and City is giving an exclusive code to She Lives Purposely listeners for 15% off. The code is SLP15, SLP15, and it's free shipping after $35. I personally especially love the Camilla earring, so go grab that and maybe we can match. Go support this women-run, Christian-run business and get some handmade clay earrings that you will definitely wear on the regular. I have on a very special guest today. Her name is Marissa. Marissa is a Nashville influencer. Um, her Instagram is Blue Jean Sunday. She is studying clinical mental health, and that's actually something that we're talking about today. She talks about some incredible topics on her platform, so I encourage you to check her out. Um, but today we are talking about mental health, um, just as believers, as Christians, and I think this is a topic that needs to be talked about more, especially in the past two years, and um, just so many people have been struggling more with their mental health, and and so we're going to dive right into that. Marissa and I actually met at the Ello Sister Ambassador Retreat. We're both ambassadors on Sadie Robertson's Ello Sister app. So we we met just a couple of months ago and, and just hit it off. And so I'm so excited for you to hear all about what she has to share. Okay, but before we begin, I have to tell you um, about one of our incredible sponsors for today's episode. So right after that, we will dive right in. 
Heart and Soul Weddings is a wedding planning service that plans events that uniquely capture your vision. As a recent bride, trust me when I tell you that hiring someone who knows the wedding world and can take over on the day that you just want to celebrate on is so important. Marie from Heart and Soul Weddings was actually that very person for me and my husband. Everyone from my bridal party to family to friends loved her and recommend her still. And we've all been in a ton of weddings, so that says a lot. If you're a bride-to-be, whether it's 2022, 2023, or even 2024, set up a free consultation with Marie at heartandsoulweddings.com. I'm telling you, I can't imagine how my day would have gone without her, and I don't want you to have to imagine it either. Go chat with Marie, and then you and I can drink chai and swap stories on how great of a wedding planner she is. That's heartandsoulweddings.com. Check her out at heartandsoulweddings.com. Marissa, thank you so much for coming on the She Lives Purposefully podcast. I am so excited um, to talk to you and gain your wisdom and just, yeah, for you to be able to share everything that you know and everything with us about mental health um, and just so excited that we connected through the Ello Sister app. But um, why don't you start by just giving us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to talk about everything faith and mental health. This is a topic that I'm so passionate about. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know me, my name is Marissa. I am in my first semester in graduate school um, at Lipscomb University for um, clinical mental health counseling. So I'm a full-time it. student. <laughs> That's so much. Yeah, my husband right now, he is getting his graduate degree right now too. And it's just, it's a lot, I feel like. So yeah, props to you. Oh my gosh. Wow. What is he getting it in? He is getting it in urban planning. Everything goes way over my head, but it's a really cool topic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he's studying to be an urban planner. Um, So yeah, a lot of late nights and stuff, but it's so worth it. So that's so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. I know. Yeah. Grad school tough especially when you go full-time I'm sure you you see it you're you know with him and everything it yeah. is definitely uh rewarding but also tough it so. is no for sure okay too why don't you tell us just a little bit about um however much you want to share maybe even in relation to this topic or not just your testimony um where just I don't know how you grew up all the things um how you got to know Jesus and just came to know him yeah Yeah, it's such a long story, but I will try to keep it as short as I can. (laughs) Uh, Basically, uh, 2018, I had an encounter with the Lord. But Mm -hmm. before that, um, I I knew who Jesus was. I didn't necessarily believe that there could be someone that loving and caring. And I didn't know what a relationship was like. And I grew up in a Catholic church um, in Long Island. I grew up in Long Island, New York. and I basically, we went to, you know, Sunday um, all throughout, um, you know, basically until I was like seven or eight. And then I moved to Florida. Um, basically, I went to a Catholic school and did all, all of that until I was like seven or eight. And then I moved to Tampa and, you know, it was a little bit different there. But, you know, I felt like there was a lot of rules mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, didn't know that it was a relationship. It felt just more like these are the things I need to do in order yeah. to, um, yeah, kind of become a good person. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I kind of have this distorted view because, you know, later on I had found out that that isn't what this is all about um, mm. at all. And, you know, things that I felt shameful and guilty of, 
I felt like they were maybe because of God. And so when I kind of like my teens, I wasn't really um, interested in yeah. going to church because it just felt like doomsday. It was like, oh, well, I'm going to hear a lecture. It's like, you know, like you're in trouble immediately. Right. Like it just felt like that for me um, personally. And I just thought it would be best if I just don't pay attention to that because it just felt more like punishment than all the good things that people talk about yeah. it being. So, um, you know, getting into college and things like that, like I just had, I didn't have a relationship with God, but I did, you know, I had a Bible that I actually had with me for a long time. I never read it. I just, I, you know, I, I, even going through my books and moving so many times, cause in college, you know, your lease is up and you're like, oh, I'm moving with this remain, this remain. I never threw it out. Like I always kept it with me, mm. but there was something about it. I'm like, I, I don't even believe this, yeah. but I can't throw this out. Right. I feel like, I don't know, going to get like cursed or something like, <laughs> you know, some sort of like, uh, you know, feeling of like not disrespecting it, but I just, you know, yeah, I kept it with me, but, yeah. um, and then 2018 hit and I, you know, had always dealt with like depression and anxiety. And, um, mm. even as a little girl, like I would just be so sad and not know why. And like, it would just, you know, you have to like go throughout your day and just live and go to school and come home and just, you know, go through life and you don't really process it all the time. And like, um, you know, when you're young and then even when you're older, you just kind of have to be at job, like at a job or like there's things that are demanding your attention. And sometimes you put your mental, um, you know, state on the back burner yeah. and yeah. you kind of go through life. And then you hit a point where you're like, everything comes crashing down mm. you start to kind of feel like like this isn't I don't even know what I'm doing in my life I don't know my purpose I kind of came to a point where you know I've struggled with like a, a season of deep depression before that it was like 2016 and 17 and 18 so like three years of this like yeah. really unshakable darkness of just believing all mm. these lies about myself and kind of you know, wrestling with like suicidal ideations, like, you know, really just not wanting to be here, truly believing that that would be best. And in 2018, um, it was actually the night of uh, New Year's Eve. So uh, of 2018, so one, before the last day of, of, the, of 2018, I was just alone in my room and I uh, was just watching the fireworks. I really, really felt like that last day was like, I, I can't go on anymore. Mm. Like there is no hope for me. Like I, I really truly, there's nothing here for me. Like I felt um, like worse than I've ever felt. It was like a realization of like, this is just the last straw of, of, of dealing with depression. Like it's never going to go away. I yeah. thought that for so long, I truly and wholeheartedly believed that it was never going to go away. And my anxiety was just going to cripple me till I couldn't stand anymore. And um, in that moment, I was just watching fireworks is actually just insane. Like I still to this day, you know, it's like, I think of that day, and it's so sentimental to me, and I will never forget it. Yeah. But um, as I was, I was just crying in that moment, too. And I was like, I, I just there's nothing left, you know, and the Lord had had come and had said, like, come as you are, hmm. just as you are, like, in all of your shame and all of your guilt, yeah. like, like, I will guide you, like, trust me, and I will 
bring you life, like in light mm. in this. I, I immediately, I knew that it was him. Yeah. I knew. Like, and I had stood up. So I'm like watching the fireworks. Like I'm alone in my room. I'm my I'm with my dog, um, because he sleeps with me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm like, I I thought I was like crying before. Like I was really crying. Like I knew that it was it was the Lord. Like I just felt like the Holy Spirit. I felt like, oh my gosh, this is what people talk about. Mm. Like the goodness. I had never felt that. And so I was at this point of like, I I'm done with life. Like this is all it has to offer. Um, my depression is never going to go away. Mm -hmm. It's just going to follow me wherever I go. And, and so uh, then, then there God was, and he, he, you know, that's something God would do. He shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Something that was really, you know, I needed that in that moment. That was the only thing that was going to save me. Mm-hmm. And I and I dropped everything, and that Bible that I had brought around, I for so long that I had never even read. I I picked it up and I was just reading and reading, and I don't mm-hmm. even think I slept that night. No. And even from then on, I spent eight months, you know, alone with the Lord, and um, I lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I I people were like, who like, who do you think you are? Like you're not like you know yeah. the same and. And it was like, yeah, I'm not the same. And it was hard for me to lose a lot of those friends because they were friends that I had for a long time. And and they, you know, saw me kind of come from this, like, whatever happens, happens kind of girl. Um, and that everything goes and that everything is fine. And, like, I don't care if, like, you know, as long as I'm putting me first. And mm-hmm. from that girl to, like, an intentional woman walking in faith and trying to really just give her life to the Lord in yeah, every way and yeah. in, in my full identity and just who I was. And so my testimony is like something that I hope to share one day in its fullest, but it's so such a long um, story, but it's so powerful and mm. it, it only glorifies the Lord. Yeah. Like it, it says nothing great about me, but um, the Lord had really found me in that place that I needed him. So wow. um, from then on, I just, ran. I just really ran with the Lord. Wow. So that's so incredible. I love, I love, like you said, that he just shows up. Um, but too, that's just so beautiful. Like he met you exactly where you needed to be met, you know, and you didn't like, like you were saying, he said like, come as you are. It's not like you worked for it or anything. Um, and that he is able to meet us in like our darkest seasons is so incredible too. I love that. Um, wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel like that in and of itself is a whole episode. Like that's just so good and so encouraging. Um, yeah, I love that so much. Um, okay. Well then with all that in mind too, let's dive into, um, just our topic for today, which is mental health. Um, and you and I had talked on the phone last week and talked a little bit about too, how I feel like in, in some Christian circles, it cannot be as talked about, especially a couple years ago, like, um, almost discouraged sometimes. Um, and this is something over the years that I've wanted to talk about because I think it's just so important. And so many people in the She Lives Purposefully community have requested this topic. Um, and my sister yeah. and I had kind of talked a little bit about it. I forget if it was months ago or even a year ago. Um, but I think it's just so important. And I am so thankful um, that I go to a church that actually has so many counselors in the congregation and they connect people to them. And, and I think that's incredible. 
but I think still like at large in Christendom that I think sometimes we feel like if we do go to counseling or we admit that we need help, then we are almost saying like God isn't enough in our lives, that kind of idea. And, and I think that that can be so unhelpful, that mentality, because a lot of times we do need to seek other people and we need to seek professionals. So just what are your thoughts on all of that, of like counseling in the church and, um, I guess just the importance of Christians to know, like, that it's okay to like go to counseling, you know? Yeah, no, that is so good. And it is such a valid, um, you know, thing that comes up of people thinking like, I can't get help because then that means God's not enough. But I totally want to assure people that like, you know, the Lord wants us to be in peace and you're able to talk with a counselor Mm -hmm. um, about God. And also you're able to invite that conversation in the room. Um, you know, counseling is supposed to be a, a safe space for you to speak about, you know, things you're wrestling with. Yeah. And, you know, like you're able to, um, you know, ask for that service and also have like you can have the Bible in your session. You guys can go over a verse like it isn't, yeah. you know, your therapist isn't you looking to that person for them to be God. You're looking to them to, um, you know, give you skills that are able to cope with past traumas or something that is, you know, taking you out of the here and now. Um, Because, you know, when we do have, when we do struggle with these challenges, like it's because it's taking over our days. It's because it's taking over maybe our weeks or we're not even like when people talk to us, we might not even be like present, like physically maybe, but mentally we're just so out of it because we're, we're trying to deal with, all of these past traumas that have occurred in our lives and we don't know what to do about it. And the Bible is there to um, be our way of life, but it's not a biology book. Mm -hmm. It's not a psychology book, you know, like the Lord gives us our ultimate strength and we do have peace through him. And there's so many things that we can do with him and that we can't just do on our own. Um, And I do want to encourage people to know that, Um, you know, this isn't our um, burden to bear, Mm. battling it with someone that can give you those coping skills and give you those, like, that plan to really, like, take that next step in your mental health. And which brings me to, like, you know, the whole mental health versus mental illness. Yeah, yeah, comparison. Could you, yeah, definitely talk a little bit about, like, um, the difference between mental health and mental illness. Yeah, because it's so, sometimes people think they're like the same, but like mental health is uh, four elements and that is spiritual, mental, um, physical, and emotional. Mm. Mental being like intellectual. Um, But those four elements make up our mental health. And um, I think you'll share in in the- Yeah, in the show notes, yeah. Yeah, the document that I sent you. And basically what is good mental health? It's like having a balance between all four taking care of your body, your mind, your soul. Like we are, are, we have to take care of those things in order to serve others. Um, But on the other side of mental illness, it's, that is like a diagnosable disorder. And so how, how do we, you know, diagnose people? There's a um, book, it's the DSM-5 and that is the up-to-date current 
you know, book that we will diagnose people. So you'll have to fit criteria. So for me, like I've been diagnosed with depression, um, anxiety, ADHD, things like that, but it's not a life sentence. Mm -hmm. I, I want to also, um, you know, encourage people if they, if they have been diagnosed with any of those things, it's not a life sentence, but in life, the Lord tells us we're going to face trials. Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about that on the phone. Like we all have things that we're going to have to battle with. And so, you know, that is just my battles right there. And that's okay. Like some, in some seasons, it's not um, so present, like, and then other seasons, it's like attached to me, I feel. Mm -hmm. And so in those seasons, especially, it's important to keep your mental health at an all time high um, to make sure that you're not going to plummet in all of those areas, because then it's going to be way harder to get up. Mm -hmm. And the Lord doesn't want us to stay where we're at. And the, the Lord wants us to keep, you know, keep going. And sometimes we can't, and that's fine. Like the Lord will be there yeah. with us through that. Um, I think we talked about like, the Lord wants us to like tell him to bring our so um, darkness to light. So it doesn't have all that power on us. Yeah. If we keep inside and we don't tell anybody and we're, we're just sitting there, it's going to bottle up and we're, we're not going to be able to function properly. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord wants us to tell him. He already knows, but he wants us to tell him so that he can bless us with peace and love and um, strength. I mean, we're already given those things. We don't have to buy anything to get them. Right. We don't have to do anything. But we do have to have a relationship with God. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's just an incredible thing to remember too um, and just how we already have those things in the Lord. But that doesn't mean that sometimes, and I think we had talked about this on our phone call too, like that we do need to like have that relationship with the Lord and be seeking him. And like, if we're just sitting doing nothing, like, you know, sometimes it's going to, it's going to be harder to, to be mm -hmm. able to um, work through something. And there's sometimes there's things in life that we have to work through. Like the Lord can heal uh -huh. us in an instant or he can cause us and want us to be like so dependent on him. And then it's a process and a journey. Um, but too, and I actually, so, um, talked with a counselor at the beginning of Sheila's Purposely and all of that was I had talked with somebody mm -hmm. and this is just I told her story and it's actually on the Sheila's Purposely website anybody wants to check it out um and she had this quote and I felt like it was so good and just kind of talking about like in relation to opening up like you were saying with other people like that yeah. is literally, especially if you are going to a Christian counselor or, or something like that, that's what the body of Christ is for. Like there are people, and we talked about this, who have like wisdom and discernment and spiritual gifts and are professionals in that area, you know, who like went to school and like all of these things. Um, but she said this quote, she said, now I realize that I also felt like there were many people in the church suffering, probably many with mental health challenges or pain. I wanted to be available to the suffering and didn't say anything that these are the people who are sitting next to us in church. The church should be a place of help and refuge for people struggling with pain. Sometimes life itself can just be challenging and you need the support. I have come to the conclusion that therapy meaning to be able to tell your story in a safe, quiet, trustworthy place is quite a gift. I believe that the Lord gives therapy as a gift and as a path of healing. There's a quote by a psychiatrist that I really like, Erwin Yalom, that states that therapy is a scenario where love is executed. As a Christian, I understand this is a 
this as an opportunity to share the incarnate love of Christ through the process of counseling. Um, and I thought that that was just so beautiful, like the way to incorporate Christ into that. Um, but, and just going off of that too, like how you had talked about, um, or we were just talking about how sometimes healing does not just fall into our lap. Like, why is it so important to, to seek that help sometimes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That quote was beautiful. It like couldn't have been said any better. That was really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, but yes, the Lord does not want us to just be like, oh, all right, I'm going to just sit here and wait for the Lord to do things. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, questioning his power in that. I mean, I know, I know what he's capable of. Um, and he can absolutely do that, but Um, You know, we are, if we are experiencing trauma and we want to get better, we have to move, you know, like the Lord doesn't want to keep us where we're at. Like that is what we have to do as Christians is deny ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, being aware of that issues is the first step. So the second step is really to why is this happening? It's like that why to things. Then we need to take action. Like the Lord calls us to act, to for action like we can't just you know sit here and think that by by like praying like we're gonna just magically feel like we're gonna be different Mm -hmm. it's like the lord absolutely can put that on our hearts but we we can't like just wait for things to fall in our laps like we have to intentionally take those steps it's like lord what do you want me to do and then also if you know some things like i've you know, battled, I've prayed about, and I've really worked it through with God. And I've realized that he's given me a different perception. And those are things that um, I might not deal with anymore. But there's things that I have prayed for a different perception and and things like that, that are just still, you know, daunting at times for me. And so learning coping skills and learning how to really um, heal through that, maybe to help me, you know, with a counselor is really what has helped me in other areas. Like we're not perfect. And I think it's also important to have a community that has friends that aren't going to influence you to do those things or to keep up with this lifestyle that you don't want to live anymore. And our our sisters in faith and or brothers in faith, like they're there to remind us who we are because they know what God says and he knows what, then they know what God says who we are yeah and so it's not them just saying like oh like you're so pretty like don't listen to them it's like no the lord says that you are called to be strong and courageous and bold and faith like you are um you know a child of god and that is so special it's like you're not you know just your problems and so having community to know you know to, to remind you I have friends that, you know, I call and I'm like, man, I just don't feel enough this week. And I, and I, I prayed about it and I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I can't seem to feel, you know, and sometimes our, our foundation, you know, when I, when my friends tell me too, like your foundation isn't going to be in your emotions right now. Like your foundation is so in the Lord. Good. It's so good. Right. Because if we are, oh my goodness, if we, if our foundations and our emotions, we are going to be unstable. Yeah. We're not going to be. <laughs> walk around and just live like our foundation needs to be solid and the only thing that is 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 god Mm. and so other than that i mean having that community to surround yourself with people that you that you you know um maybe 
one influence you in better ways than you know your other friends have yeah. and just to have that community and support is really really important yeah. um in all of that yeah. No, I think that's so good. I love that you brought up community um, just in regards to like mental health too, because it's so important to have people that, like you said, are going to lift you up, like people in the body of Christ who share in your values and like know what your identity is and what you're called to so that they can build you up in that way. Like, I think that's so good. And I also love that you talked about like sometimes like there have been things that like we can work through in prayer with the Lord and he works that out in us. And that's incredible like he is more than able and willing to do so much like we see in scripture too like just healing people outright but then we also see like if we take it into like a physical sense like we see people like the lord healing people but we also see that the like people need to go to doctors and like get help in a very practical sense and i think the same thing can be true for like our mental health and like there have been things in my own life that i have prayed through And the Lord has been so faithful to like, you know, work through those things and like heal my heart. And then there's been things that I like prayed through for so long and I'm like really struggling with it. And the Lord, like, I felt like maybe I should go like talk to somebody about this and go to counseling. And then the words of wisdom that that person has like have been life changing in my life. And it's from the Lord, you know, like, and we can talk about this next too, like the importance of maybe going to a Christian counselor as opposed to somebody who doesn't share your, you know, beliefs and values but like for myself like going to a Christian counselor and and she was able to like speak life into me in ways that like because I'm in the situation like was not able to see because she's seeing it from the outside and she's seeing it from like being able to be like a sister in Christ to me but who also is somebody who is like has a degree in this and you know is a professional who has the gift of wisdom and discernment and looking into lives and like speaking life um in ways that because maybe in my prayers like I'm still in my own head and I'm still in the thick of it like the Lord's like go to somebody else in the body of Christ like you have a body for a reason there's a body here for a reason um so anyway I love that you talked about like sometimes yes the Lord like will speak to you and heal you like in your prayer time with him alone but like sometimes we do need to seek other people I think that's so good yeah no and that is so true I really love that you did touch on that in your own personal experience thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing that um because a lot of people can relate to that and some people might think that they're the only person that that struggles or wrestles with that and it's not true because I have and there's two people here Here that have so (laughs) here we go right yeah no and it's so true I think that uh links that I sent you are you gonna post those okay yes yeah and the importance of a yeah, of a Christian counselor. <laughs> My goodness. Um, I have been to non-Christian counselors. I've been to a few. And it was before I was a Christian. But then when I, you know, became a Christian, I couldn't really, re- it was, you know, I couldn't relate anymore to this person. Um, and it was kind of interesting because, I, you know, I, I had never had these views before, yeah. like strongly and and had been, you know, like, this is how I want to live my life. You know, I never had been in a point where I knew where I was going. I knew what kind of life I wanted to live. And, um, and when I had brought this up to the therapist that wasn't, you know, um, a Christian, it was almost as if it was like, well, is that really what you think? And, you know, Mm -hmm. I've had really unfortunate experiences with therapists and, you know, I'm sure other people have, and maybe that's why they haven't gone back. And I just want to encourage anyone that is hearing this, like 
to give it another try yeah because i have and i have now i have an amazing therapist um or counselor and um and and it's such a trusting relationship and she's a christian and so i trust that the lord has his hand on her in her life that the lord has his hand on on me in my life and that you know whatever happens in our therapy is going to be you know like a blessing from the lord and since we both talk about god and i know that it's a safe space for me to talk about it you know i feel his his love in that room like it it's just so different and so um there's some resources that um i sent they sent you that you're gonna post yeah yeah i'll link it in the show notes for sure yeah, and some are so affordable. Um, I'll also, I think, put the prices. Um, I'll send you those too. Yeah. But some are like as little as seven dollars for your first month of week, and then after that, it's like twenty dollars, which is so the cheapest good. I've like ever seen it. Yeah. And they're telehealth, so you can be at home. And um, there's a questionnaire that you go through um, on all of them, all the links, and they ask all the same questions, and you can put your, um, you know, that you're a Christian and like what you're struggling with, and then also what um denomination you are and how important your faith is to you and so it's super customizable so affordable um and i'm so excited for you guys to look into those links and if you're feeling like you know there's something that you're struggling with or even if you're not struggling with but you almost want to maintain a good mental health and you feel like you want to maybe seek a counselor there's really affordable option for you to go and and do that in the in your comfort of your home so I think that is so awesome. Technology has come so such a long way. Now we can have therapy at our, you know, homes and so be crazy. in our PJs. Yeah, yeah. No, and just to vouch for that too, like my, um, I knew my counselor personally. Well, not like personally, but she was someone in my church. But we did it. It was like kind of during COVID times. So we did it virtually. So anyway, just to say, like, if somebody feels like me, am I going to get as much out of it or something like that? Like, you absolutely will. Like, (laughs) it is dependent on, like, you and the counselor, but, like, virtual is totally, you know, like, is something that can totally be beneficial, too. So anyway, just had to say that plug in there, too. Um, So with your experience in, like, you know, going to counselors that you felt like were not at all helpful once you became a Christian versus like right now, what are things that you would say to look for in a Christian counselor? Let's say that somebody is going to them um, and they're like, I don't know, like almost not like a checklist, but maybe like, what are some things that you're like, this should be something that you're looking for? Yeah, no, I love that you asked that question. That is such a helpful question. Um, empathy is like the first thing genuine empathy Mm -hmm. um when you know before with the with the counselors i had before i had felt like there was like friction in this authenticness in them Mm -hmm. i felt that maybe they were looking for things to bring out in me um in a way that i just didn't digest if that sounds if that makes sense like i didn't digest the challenge at the time that i was given in in that moment of like challenging my belief um, you know, I wasn't ready for that, that, at that moment. And as a counselor, you should know when someone is ready, mm. you should know when someone's ready for that next step in their, um, journey into healing. And, uh, you know, the, the therapist that I have now is very, um, empathetic and understanding and genuine. And I feel that mm. I think that the more we meet people, I feel the more we know, uh, that feeling of genuineness and you know how that feels being shared in a room so i think that number one and then also um listening 
like not cutting you off when you're talking or not saying wait 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 did you did you just hear what you said you, you you didn't you weren't very kind to yourself in that moment and you're not even processing what your whole thought like you just got cut off yeah. or you know like a good listener and these are all things that counselors should be like that you should just you know have that experience but unfortunately we don't always so i do want to put that i just want to mention that um and you know lastly someone that can really reflect back what you're feeling Mm -hmm. if you're saying you know i'm like every day like if you have social anxiety or something and you're like i want to make these friends but I, i feel like they might not like me or or even even if that's not your social anxiety just having these thoughts of insecurity right mm. and then someone kind of sitting there and saying like yeah i could see how you know standing there and looking at everyone speaking um going up to people or meeting people might just be daunting because you don't know what they think of you mm. and you like yeah no that's exactly what i i feel you know like someone that understands yeah. you yeah three things like when you establish those three elements in a therapist or a counselor um it's it's like you trust them yeah because you know that they have the same beliefs as you they they know um and understand you and your struggles and they don't judge you i think the non-judgment thing is also lastly the most important those four things um yeah. just genuineness um a good listener someone who understands you and and to and no judgment right um we're not supposed to judge anyone that comes in there no matter what you say or no matter how you think of yourself right. if you're like oh i'm i'm never gonna get that promotion i'm never gonna make it through school and we're not supposed to sit there and say like what are you talking about mm-hmm. you got into school why do you think that yeah. it's like no that's probably what a friend would tell you but a therapist or a counselor are you know they listen to you they just they should be there listening yeah. understanding that this is how you feel in the moment and like i just said before feelings are not our foundation they change right and so all of these things are very temporary like feeling this way and sometimes bringing it to light is what we need to do in yeah. order to move on and just get that out and and talking to someone that is empathetic isn't gonna it's it's not gonna be hard to kind of reflect with them on like what you're feeling and how to really navigate that yeah so those things if that if that all helps you know I think that's so good because I think so many of us go into it like assuming that somebody's going to be great and not really knowing what to look for so I think like aside from like going to somebody that like shares your values is you know going to be able to uplift you in that way like in your faith um Mm. just like having all of those I think that's so important because I think we assume in our brains like they're going to be a good listener and be able to empathize and you know all of that but then when that doesn't happen you're like is there something wrong with me like maybe just counseling isn't for me um but to know like no maybe it's just that counselor thank you for sharing that list Okay, so I do want to talk about, too, just as we kind of are wrapping up a little bit, a what, like, let's say that maybe somebody listening is like, this is all really great. I don't feel like I need to go to counseling or therapy right now. Um, What can, like, a daily mental health check-in look like regardless? Because, again, like, there's a difference between, like, mental illness and mental health, and you can go to counseling either way, you know, all of that. But for somebody who's like, I don't really need that, but I want, like, 
to make sure that like I am maybe improving my mental health or, you know, just making sure that it's like staying at a certain place. How, how do we kind of check in with ourselves daily? Do you have any like tips for that? Yeah. What do I need to do today? Um, and how can I incorporate the Lord before my day starts? Like maybe some people work like overnight and they, you know, like their mornings are really like in the afternoon. So I think knowing if you work and you have school, um, knowing when that time to fit the Lord in first and foremost, I think that should just be like that start to just have, even if it's reading your favorite Bible verse, you've read it a million times, but reading it that day is, 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 you know, that, um, designated spot for like that time. Maybe you just want to dive into that. And just, um, I also have this app actually that I use when I'm, when I, you know, just kind of want to be in the here and now with the Lord. Um, it's actually called soul time and I'll, I'll actually send you the, yeah, the link. Yeah. And there's, um, it's all Christian like meditation and, um, there's like sleep, like Ooh. sleep sounds and like sleep story, Bible stories. You can like listen to it, but sometimes in the middle of my day, like I'm like, go. Well, I'm um, super busy, and I'm like, I need, I need the Lord right now, like, mm. and, and I'm praying. But I want to just have this like presence. It's actually a really awesome app, and um, I'll just put it on like the meditations, like two minutes, and it's just like has you in like this quiet space to just breathe and to just thank the Lord in that moment, I like literally that. just thank Him, and like even doing that can just you know increase our mental health in that day yeah um and not every day is just knowing not every day is going to be joyful um there's there's definitely moments that could be but it's like I don't know sometimes when it's sunny out and I can you know ride with my cheap windows down and I had time with the Lord and I'm just feeling just so thankful and just driving it's like I feel so much joy in that moment but the next day it could be rainy and I my my day is jumbled and I'm not feeling like that it's like that doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, I can't access that joy. Yeah. Like having that moment, right? Like that quiet moment to just be like, okay, th- I'm, I'm going to thank the Lord in this moment, even though it doesn't, I don't feel joyful. Yeah. Um, having a structured day um, really, and just including that time with the Lord. I think that if you're just wanting to make sure your mental health is, you know, at a good place, I think knowing that, those four elements of like physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual health all kind of come together. Like take care of your body, go for a 10 minute walk, like a day, yeah. um, take that time. Yeah. I, I think love that, that checklist that <laughs> check-in um, that I sent you, I think doing that weekly will be so helpful. Yeah. Like you'll see where you're at in that week. Um, I don't think, you know, I think, after you do the check-in and you kind of make a plan or like a uh, schedule for yourself, following that, um, setting habit goals and, and just to continue to work on, you know, moving towards, towards something like not even like towards a goal. It could just be towards like, just, it, it doesn't have to be like this major thing, but just doing one thing a day for your mental health. Yeah. Really. That's so good. I think it's just a good start, you know, for yeah. some. No, I love that. I think that's so good and just so helpful. Practically like things that we can do every single day. Okay, so two, just wrapping up, if you have one bit of encouragement, whether it's related to this or not, um, for just the Sheila's Purposefully listeners, um, what would that be? Yeah, I I totally want to um, really just encourage people to know that there is hope. Mm. Like, if I can just say three words, there is hope. No matter what, 
there is hope for you and the Lord is there waiting. If you maybe feel far distant, there's still hope for you to get closer to the Lord. Or if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not a believer, there is hope for you in this community. Yeah. Um, the Lord had died for you and he's died for all of us, no matter what we might think of ourselves, there is hope for us, no matter what. There is no limits on the Lord. Um, if you think that all the shame you're feeling, all the guilt you're feeling is gonna, you know, you can't come to the Lord um, the way you are, it's a lie. And I wanna tell you that, and that there is hope for you and yeah. all of us. Yeah, So truly. good, I that's so good. And I think just something that we so need to hear, especially right now, like it's just such a hard time. And I think again, like a lot of people are just struggling um, and, and so to know that truth is so encouraging. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And thank you so much for your wisdom today, um, just on all things mental health and just from a Christian perspective too. So where can people find you? What are your platforms, your handles, all of that? And I will be linking a lot of what Marissa talked about, everything she sends me in the show notes today so that you can have those resources. But yeah, where can people, where can people find you? Yeah, um, my at is Blue Jean Sunday. And I actually want to say a little bit about the name. Um, when the day that I kind of got saved, I the Lord had told me to come just as you are. And mm -hmm. before, when I went to Catholic church, you have to like have your Sunday's best fit and dress to like, you know, and it, just really nice when you go to church. And now that I'm in a Christian church and get to go there, the first thing I noticed was that people wore jeans. Mm, <laughs> I actually yeah. was wait. I was in a dress, but everyone's looking jeans right. or leggings. And so, um, you know, I want people to know that the Lord wants you to come as you are, just as you are. And in my name, I put Blue Jean Sunday because I can get to wear jeans on Sunday to church and everyone else can come just as they are. So that, um, you know, the name is really special to me, but they can find me on Instagram. And I, you know, I'm excited to have this journey on there. I am only in my first semester, but I can't wait to speak more about it mm. um, as I go on. So. Yeah. I'm so excited too. You guys definitely follow Marissa. She is just the sweetest and um, is talking about such important things. So again, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoy our conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.